Making It Work hopes to connect us all to why we want to live in this awesome area and where our unique stamp will be placed on it. Our intention is that each person listening discovers something new about themselves and this expanding metropolis that they didn't know before. Okay, well, welcome back. We are back, making it work, and, you know, Allegra and I took some time off to, you know, be in our lives and do what we needed to do, and and then, you know, unlike the first time I got a call, and Allegra was like, it's time, time to get back in action. Yes, indeed. There's been so many changes. Uh, Besides last year, having a major abdominal surgery and kind of getting out of uh, this work, the work work um, vibe or the the work work mode uh, for several months, you know, kind of gave me an opportunity to redefine my life and redefine like how I want to live my mm-hmm. life and what do I want to really be doing with my time that is going to be making a difference in the world and also, you know, giving my myself a sense of purpose for um, what I'm meant to do, Yeah, you know. Yeah, I totally hear that. I think that uh, the interesting thing about this year, 2017, is it really feels like a year of huge transformation and it can be transformation in good ways or transformation in ways that we don't like so much. Um, But we definitely get to choose. And that's part of the whole idea behind making it work is, you know, you can choose to have it go the way it goes or you can have it make it work for you. And so um, I too have had a lot of changes this year, Uh, changes in work, changes in business relationships, um, changes and projects that I'm working on. So it was really, really great to hear from you, Legs. And of course, Allegra and I, we hang out anyway, because, you know, we're OG homies. Yes, it's Sunday right now here in lovely Oakland. And we're finally getting to hang out after, you know, what, a month? I think a month. Yeah, we haven't really seen each other in a month. And so, so many changes, even within this month, yeah, um, have totally. happened. But we're going to cheers right now. Cheers. Let's say congratulations. congratulations. Congratulations to change. And yeah, really, like, I, I know it sounds all like cheesy, but to making it work. Mm-hmm. Right? Making it work. That's the name of the game. If, if you heard that little pause with Allegra, it was kind of like a... <clears throat> yes, we're sipping champagne at the moment that's what that was so lovely it's my turn yes because it's 90 degrees today it or it's supposed to get up to 90 degrees here in oakland and uh we're chilling so awesome so why don't we get started on what what today's focus is yeah yes okay Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. You know, I just came back from Vegas, right? I was in Vegas over the past week for my mother's birthday, her 70th birthday. Shout out, Ive. Um, And, you know, everyone there is like, San Francisco is so expensive. And everyone there said, we moved to Vegas because it costs too much to live in San Francisco. It costs too much to live in LA. We're going to Vegas so we can actually have a place to live. And you know, be able to afford it. So money is a big thing on everyone's mind. So Allegra and I thought, why don't we talk about ways that uh, people are making it work here in the Bay Area at making money? So we're looking at a couple of different things. 
Yeah. So, you know, I just got back from Minnesota where the cost of living is completely different. Like a four bedroom, you know, two bath easily for, for that. And, um, here in the San Francisco Bay area, you could buy a plot of land that's about a little less than an acre for about that same amount of money. Uh, that's undeveloped, you know, no, no structure, no utilities on it. Just a plot of land. Or you could live in like Antioch or something, right? Uh, you could, but that's probably around 115 degrees right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hot. Um, you know, yeah, there are other places in the Bay Area that are a lot more affordable. However, um, because of uh, the nature of my work and my partner's work, we want to be kind of in the mix. You know, we want to be in the urban center. And so living in Oakland, uh, living in San Francisco, the cost of living is extremely high. Uh, So what Keisha and I have come to find out after interviewing several, several people um, and doing research and finding, you know, what it really takes to live here in the San Francisco Bay Area is really you got to have a bunch of things going on. Yeah. You know, you have to have multiple streams of income. And so what I've been doing, I think for the last, I think it's been over 20 years now, you know, I'm a professional musician. Um, I sing mostly jazz right now, but that's been, I guess, you know, most people would call it your side hustle, Mm -hmm. right? But it's been one of my professions for a very long time. And so, yeah, that's partly how I pay my bills, um, you know, having multiple streams of income. Um, I also am an audio producer and I specialize in working with authors to narrate their own audiobooks. And so I've been publishing audiobooks uh, for the last five years, oh, almost six years now. Why don't we talk about the books that you've done so far? So Let's see. We've gotten the first book that we did was The Ethical Slut. Yep. And that is written by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. And I worked with those wonderful women um, to narrate their book. Uh, this is the 20th anniversary year. And they've recently come out with a third edition this August. The other books, the other audio books that I've done are the new topping book and the new bottoming book uh, by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. And then the f- other book uh, by Nina Fillmore Joyner. Uh, it's called Never Let the Odds Stop You, right. which is a phenomenal personal narrative of Nina's life and how she became an entrepreneur, how she's managed to do that, being a woman of color and also a, um, a gay woman of color. And uh, her adventures in opening up her own uh, shop. It's a sex shop. Sex toy sex toy shop. Fillmore. Fillmore 510. Right. Right in downtown Oakland. So what's great about both of those, um, or all of those authors, is that we all have them on Making It Work, uh, version 1.0. And they were great. They were just great ladies to talk to, really dynamic women and really... Um, fascinating people in the sense that uh, both of them, out of the interviews that I had with them and working with them on the show, it was very clear that they made a conscious choice to 
do what it was that they are now doing and they made a conscious choice to be on the journey that they're now on which I think is really really powerful especially looking at uh, some of the things that we're going to be talking about today one of which is uh, Allegra and I both read the book you are a badass at making money and a lot of that book um by Jen Sincero and a lot of the things that she talks about in the book are totally um on that track about knowing what you want to do and just following the path of it. So I think that that's, you know, a great kind of segue into what we're talking about. Um, just to kind of update everyone on what I've been up to. So I like Allegra and, you know, here making it work. I have multiple streams of income. It's really interesting because one of the things that I was taught um, inside of me developing myself as a coach is that you speak who you are. Right. And so I would say that who I am, like my job in the world is to be a coach. I distinguish myself as a leadership and performance coach. I work with managers, business owners on really effectively leading their staff and their teams um, to fulfill on whatever goals or accomplishments that they want to have. But I also do that with the individual clients that I work with. So I call myself a coach first and other things that I also do. I've done budgetary analysis, right? As far as work to get the bills paid. I've uh, served in restaurants. I serve in restaurants um, to get the bills paid. And I would more likely call those things my side hustle, and my coaching business, um, what I do in the world first, because that's who I am. And that's what makes me a badass at making money. <laughs> Sincero. Sincero. I love, I love her books. Um, I read um, You Are a Badass uh, first, that uh, her first book. Um, you which got me to a, read that. Yeah, which was a super fast, super easy read yeah. and very inspiring. And I think I've given it away now to several friends for their birthdays and and just, you know, and family and just say, God, you need to read this. Look, you're spilling champagne, too. OK, I don't feel so bad. I feel I spilled it on the book, though, instead of the sofa. <laughs> Thank you, Jensen Tara. We're spilling champagne on your books. Um but in reading You Are a Badass at Making Money, it definitely brought back some stuff that I do, you know, that I do already believe in and, um, and know to be true uh, in that you have to be specific and focused on what you want because what you focus on, and she stresses this over and over in the book, mm -hmm. what you focus on, you, uh, you bring into your reality. You know, you, what you focus on, you make more of, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that can work in, in your favor and it could work not in your favor, depending on, you know, what you're focusing on. So if you're focusing on money and focusing on making money, then um, that's going to allow you to open yourself up to recognizing those opportunities, right, for making money. When you are specific about what you want, and I always say this to people, like especially after when people break up with their with their exes or whatever, or they're in a breakup, and I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? You know, what do you really, really want? And 
you know, not even just breakups, just like in, in trying to find your new paths, you know, oh, yeah, new jobs, new jobs, you new know, career. What do you want? New home. Because you will get it. You will get it. So be specific. Be yeah. specific. What I think is really great to, you know, just to bring it all about the Bay Area and making it work, um, because I stumbled upon this book. Actually, I went to go meet a client of mine out at the Ferry Building uh, with, right outside of Book Passage, right? They have great benches and whatnot where you can sit and hang out. And I saw all these people and I peeked in and I see Jen Sincero. And I was like, hey, is that Jen Sincero? And I just happened to walk in. I said, well, okay, let me see if I can get a picture or something because Allegra had told me about the first book, You Are a Badass. One of my former clients told me, actually, I had a form, I had a couple of former people who I have coached tell me to read this book, which is what had me read the first book. So I said, let me take some pictures just so I can show everyone that I met this person that they told me I should read her book. And they were selling this one, You Are a Badass and Making Money. So I said, okay. The bookstore was full of coaches. It was amazing. It was just full of people who are about empowering others and really being focused on getting somewhere. And I think that's an important thing when you talk about the Bay Area, because the Bay Area is full of people um, who are focused on the things that are talked about in this book. Um, Sincero talks about meditation as a way to get yourself centered and clear. Um, she talks her, she talks about, you know, you actually saying, I want to be rich and you being you as in any person, right? Um, you being somebody who completely accepts that being rich is something that is good and okay. And I think that's one of the things that is very much happening in the Bay Area where at one point people, you know, were very, okay, this is a place that is a sanctuary city. We accept all kind of people. And one of the new cultural things that are coming in are people saying, no, we want this to be a rich city. And it's become a rich city. It's become a city for rich people. Um, it feels like it's a city that is not for anything other than rich people. And part of like accessing that richness is uh, the level of focus that Allegra was talking about. Um, that we were talking about that comes with people who are charting their own courses. And that's a lot about what she talks about in the book. Like you being clear about why do you want to be rich, right? There's, uh, there's several chapters over and over where she talks about, you have to be connected to your why. And, you know, there's a lot of coachy personal development, self-help um, circles that say connect to your why, right? Mm -hmm. um, right these aren't new ideas, no. right? But it's reinforced, right? It's reinforced in the in that book. Totally. Connecting to your why and actually really knowing uh, what, what those whys are going to cost, right? Because like for me, I would say one of my whys for wanting to be rich is one, I want to stay in my hometown, right? For me to be able to continue to live in the San Francisco Bay Area means I got to have that paper, yo. It's just part of it. It just really is. And you can either say, okay, this costs too much money for me and I got to get the heck out of here. Or you can say, wait a minute, this is how much it costs for me to live here. 
what is it that I need to do to organize myself and organize my life to be able to have this, to be able to have the financial means to live in an area like the San Francisco Bay Area? And that's what this book is talking about. So, you know, we know, right, the the average cost for a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco is about $3,000. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Right. But see, like, that that response is... Oh my God, that's one response. But reading You Are a Badass and Making Money, like she says, okay, that's something that you got to know so that you, you're clear on what is it that you have to pay for? How much money do you need to have? Or how much money do you, how much income rather are you generating to be able to afford that? The part of the book that I really like, um, it's towards the end because the things that she talks about at the end, which I think is really great, is that you attract things to yourself. And when you start making changes in your life, your life will bring you people all around you who are on that same path. And it's important for you, right? She calls it, she calls it kickassery, that you have kickassery all around you. And that's kind of the idea that Allegra and I had about even doing this podcast show. Yeah, there's, we do this because we want to share and want to gather community to us as well and i think it's important to make sure folks know that we we are out there and we're putting ourselves out there and we also want to hear from you and i'll speak for allegra and i in this allegra and i are looking to be something that you can surround yourself with as a listener you know for some badassery you know, two badass women who are out there doing it. And you even listening to the show, we're looking to have that be something to, to lift you up and, and get you going on whatever track that you're looking to um, be on, especially if you're looking to make it work here in San Francisco and and look, Oakland and Oakland and San Jose, the, the whole the Bay, Bay area, area. Yeah, the, yes. the whole joint is, is, is costly. The whole joint, <laughs> New York, New York, LA, LA. Oh my gosh. Miami, Chicago. It takes a lot. Yeah. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. And the idea is just, you know, you, you have a community to support you. And um, if if at all you're you're listening to this, it, it's because, you know, you're you're ready to, to make it work for yourself and not have a lot of excuses for why it's not. And I think that's an important aspect for that book. Mm-hmm. They don't don't No excuses. No excuses. Yeah. Awesome. I learned that a long time ago. Although, you know, we like to make excuses because then it helps us to ignore our fears um, and not acknowledge them and find out why we have fears and worries about things. But, you know, fear is only fear. What is that saying? False evidence appearing real. Boom. Right? There's nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah. There's a difference between fear and danger. You know, danger is somebody with a gun. That's danger. Fear is if I go to that neighborhood, someone's going to shoot me. <laughs> right. But you can't, you can't live your life just reacting to your fears, you know? And I think she covers that as well. That's awesome. You know, is um, to, to acknowledge your fears and like, yeah, that's what I'm scared of, but to then do it, mm-hmm. do what you are scared of. Right. There's there that worry comes up for a reason, because, you know, there's that that saying is um, your hopes and your fears are kind of like the two sides of the same coin. 
Um, what you fear might be just the fear of how your life will be changed once that thing happens. Mm-hmm. Totally. And the thing that's great about the book is that a lot of what she talks about is that that fear that you have is putting almost like a spotlight on the burning desire. And so you have a choice, right? Just like you said, fear and hope. The, the flip side of the same coin or the same card. You can focus on the fear and have that motivate you. Or you can focus on the thing that you really want, the burning desire. And the access to the riches, to the money, to the cheddar, as she says in the book, is focused on the burning desire. Because the focus on the burning desire will have all these different opportunities show up that Mm -hmm. you may have never imagined. Right. Because you just have the focus. It may come in ways that are unexpected. It may come in ways that seem really odd or weird or strange and and packages that you would never choose for yourself. But the desire is hot enough. It's vibrant enough. It's magnetic enough that that's what's going to propel you forward. And I think that that is a big reason why we're even doing the show. Because, you know, Allegra and I are both we're from this place we're from the bay area like seriously born and raised um you know raised I'm raised oh <laughs> raised. that's right you're raised i i was born and raised here um and i've i've lived in other places i lived in new york city i lived in washington dc and i was gone for quite a while but i never got over living in the bay area and because i never got over living here that's why i'm here now it's a special special place it really is It's one of those places that, you know, in in looking at the United States as a whole country, you know, I see it all represented here. We have the activities, we have uh, music, the arts, you know, um, it's it's such an amazing center uh, for humanity. There are actual things that you can focus on. And the thing that's so great about the Bay Area that I think people forget about is that there are resources. Like San Francisco is so full of resources. Um, Events, free resources, really cheap resources. And actually, you know, now that we're having that conversation, maybe we should start talking about some of the uh, resources and events that um, we participated in and we wanna share with folks. Okay. Awesome. So this is Akeisha Johnson here. So every month I host an introductory workshop uh, to my coaching business. Um, All of this is uh, set up to my coaching program called uh, Your Life as Art. And uh, we're going to go ahead and launch that program in November of 2017. But my next talk will be September the 26th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Creative IQ Art Studio. Uh, What we're going to be talking about is, do people understand you? Look at what you're saying. How to communicate clearly. And we're going to be doing some really fun things with art and paint. Um, That's going to be at Creative IQ Art Studio, 3423 Balboa Street, San Francisco, California, 94121. Um, The next event after that, again, is going to be the fourth Tuesday of October. That's going to be the 24th. Same bad place, same bad time. I'm totally coming to that, by the way. All right. So we're just looking at some actual 
places, some events that you can go to to help with your financial management, financial growth. Um, I went to a really cool event um, a few weeks back at the Small Business Administration that was really great. Actually, it's given me a next level of focus for my own business as a coach. And Allegra is starting a new gig at a really great organization, the Bay Area Video Coalition. It's just a really great resource uh, for people. Yeah, uh, BayVac, the Bay Area Video Coalition, uh, its mission is to inspire social change by empowering media makers to develop and share diverse stories through art education and technology. They offer um, a wide variety of courses and workshops in media making, technology, storytelling, um, video production, audio production, digital photography. I mean, there's there's so much uh, branding, social media uh, management, project management, and they not only offer these classes to the general public, um, adults, they also have like after school classes or courses for teenagers. Uh, they also offer um, an employee training program, ETP program, that is par- is partnershiped um, with the state of California. Wow. Uh, so for organizations, um, nonprofit organizations, and for other companies who want to provide um, resources to their employees to de- training, right? In training, right? And to develop more, um, more media making skills. Uh, so I'm going to be working with them as an enrollment counselor. Uh, but I've been, um, I've been teaching at BayVac. I've taught the podcasting class and I've also taught their introduction to Pro Tools class. Um, those courses are coming up in the next couple of months. Uh, if you go to BayVac.org, uh, you can look up a Spell little B A V C dot O R G. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you can look up uh, their whole course um, listings. There's so many amazing classes. I've taken a crap ton of classes there um, over the years and I have learned so much. And I really would not be doing what I do now uh, as a as an audiobook producer, um, as a professional composer, uh, you know, doing music on the computer, (laughs) doing my own music, recording it. Um, and then definitely not doing this podcast without having learned so many skills there. They do web production. You know, I learned the Adobe creative suite. I learned, uh, HTML, um, and have built several websites, started my own multimedia production company, Odawa Productions, Odawa Productions, and uh, so I, you know, that's the resource I'd like to share today. BayVac, the Bay Area Video Coalition, is an amazing resource. Yeah, it's right there on Mariposa and Bryant. Yes, right, a block from KQED. That's right, next to the Starbucks over there and the Muni Depot. Uh huh. That's right. right. So the event that I went to, which was really great, was with the Small Business Administration. And the Small Business Administration is right downtown in San Francisco. It's right there on Market and First. Um, Great. They had a really cool workshop. And what they do is they offer different workshops and they're free. And the presenters there, the facilitators, um, are really 
excellent people. The one that I went to was called Own Your Social Strategy. Our facilitator was Angie Hillam, and she was super duper awesome. So, you know, one of the things I can go ahead and admit is for me as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, doing the whole like marketing and branding thing, I just completely resist that thing. Um, I don't want to be bothered with it. It's not like I haven't done it. Um, when I started my nonprofit, the Oshun Project, I did our social media um, posting. I, I did our email campaigns and all of that. And it, and it takes something to do that. But actually having um, a focused, structured social media strategy is something that I did not have and I wasn't sure how to do. And within this workshop, the um, own your social strategy, she focused on Instagram and Instagram is one of those platforms that I don't use a lot, partially because I'm not super into taking pictures, but it was really great. The tips that she had, um, I think one of the most powerful things about the workshop that she said is, is that, you know, Facebook, Twitter, they are pay to play right? They used to be free and organic if you knew how to use them, but they aren't anymore. Instagram is going the route of Facebook where it's pay to play. But right now, right where we are today, there are still strategies you can use to put yourself out there and put yourself in front of the people that you want to put yourself in front of without necessarily having to pay advertising fees and advertising costs. And what she did in this workshop, um, the own your social strategy workshop is giving you those tools. It was such a great, great resources. It's given me such um, a nice foundation. I actually, you know, got the app for Instagram again. I've started to go ahead and post and use the directives that I got from doing this workshop so that I can go ahead and, and get my brand out there and, um, you know, make the money doing the thing that I do. So what I walked away from that was one, the Small Business Administration has absolutely great workshops, great people available to you. And y'all, the thing is free. Free is always awesome. It wasn't even cheap. You know, the <laughs> thing is, is that I'm I'm into looking for cheap stuff, right? Which, you know, in uh, Jen Sincero's book, you know, she's like, instead of being cheap, get yourself focused and just pay for whatever it is that you need to pay for. Right. But the thing that I thought was really great is that I was looking for inexpensive things here in the Bay Area and I found free stuff and, like, and free, high quality things. So the reason why I'm sharing that is to say straight up, y'all, like it, it's available for you here. The thing that to me is really important is one, there are things that are available to you that actually will shift your life experience. And one of those things are what we're talking about, or a few of those things are what we're talking about on the show. One is reading a book like You Are a Badass at Making Money. It's really a perspective shift. That's right. Yeah, changing the way and how you look at yourself, how you, how you look at your life. Your, your approach, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your even life strategies. You know, one of the things that I work with my clients on as a coach is, is most people don't really stop and say, let me plan out how my life is going to go. Like, really, that's something that a lot of people don't do. And it's helpful to do that, because then you're not just kind of living, you're living in a directed focused way. And that's really how you change the world and accomplish things. And for me, you make a plan, right? Like, 
honestly, if you really want to have life go the way that you want it to and not just have the world just kind of float by and go to hell in a handbasket, you got to have some direction, right? So one of those things is reading books. Like you are a badass at making money that does really do something about your financial outlook. Another thing is, is doing stuff like going to events hosted by organizations like the Bay Area Video Coalition, BayVac. Like when Allegra and I first decided, hey, we wanna get into this media game, we wanna be people who produce media, we went to a bunch of BayVac events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to a bunch of events. Events, period. Period. But, but we, I you mean, BayVac was one of them that but, we went to quite a bit. Because we were, we were hip to the fact that, you know, who you surround yourself with. Bam. Right? is is going to be a reflection on who you are right and that's i think that's been said by so many different people mm-hmm. right like the top five people you hang out the most with it's how much money you make you know is um is reflective of the kind of person you you are or right? financially right if you and go financially and, too yeah, yeah you do the salaries of the five people you spend the most time with you're going to get how much you're averaging yourself right so you know i th- a lot of that is true, not just for finances, but for, you know, emotional stability. Yeah. Right. Psychological stability. Spiritual. Uh, spiritual um, activity and, and um, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the type of fun you're having, uh, which is very important to you. Um, and so g- us getting out there and meeting new people, I think, was, was key in how we are developing ourselves, you know, and meeting new people and meeting uh, different people who are along, you know, are trying to do a lot of the same stuff. Or who are doing it. And who also are doing it, doing the damn thing, right? Yeah. It's important to expand your network and, and learn from other people. And um, talking about if you're scared, you know, mm. if you have fear around doing that kind of stuff, um, just remember, you know, it's, it's a, it's one of the sides of the same coin, right? Hope and fear, um, fear of how your life will be changed once you actually achieve your goal, right? But you won't know unless you do it and you, you won't be able to fix it unless, you know, you make that mistake if, or you make, you make that leap. Also, like, you know, one thing I think is really important. And for me, when I think about my own life and, what's propelled me to to do things that scare me you got to get up to a point where you're just freaking tired of your of yourself and how things are you know like have you ever wanted to do something and you go I don't have the money for it or you know you get invited someplace and you go oh I can't afford it like when do you get tired of hearing yourself say that Mm because I I know I've had that experience where I thought I don't even like what that sounds like. Like, I'm just sounding like a broke ass. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm a, I don't like feeling like a broke ass. I I would much rather say, okay, well, when are you guys going? And organize myself, do what I got to do to make the money so that I can participate in the things that I am excited about. Like, let's go to Costa Rica. Girl, I'm down. You know, the last time I went to Costa Rica, I didn't have the money for it. I took my broke ass to Costa Rica and had a blast. There you go. You know, it just really worked it out. Did I have to talk to the facilitator? Because I did a uh, surfing yoga retreat. It's called Women's Quest. 
Um, Colleen is the organizer and she's an amazing, amazing woman. And I spoke to her and I was like, oh God, I'm, I'm a little short on the money. And she's like, you know what? You're so great. I just want you to come. You just pay me when you can. Mm. And I was like, seriously? Right? And I was short. Went on that trip. It was amazing. Totally connected with Colleen. And she, and I, you know, I was in tears at her generosity, but this is the thing. I was really focused on getting myself there Mm -hmm. and I got myself there and it was a wonderful transformational experience because before I went to Costa Rica, I wasn't sure if I was going to get into coaching professionally. And now I'm here three years later and just, you know, taking on the next thing and the next thing. And of course, you know, I'm, uh, in uh the next break that we have I'll, I'll share with you about the um events that I have coming up and the different things that I have available um that I'm up to as a coach but the idea that I just said I'm going to do this right and I didn't know about the money I didn't know how I just said I was going to do it I went and then it totally switched the trajectory of my life and I don't say that to be inspiring or woo woo I say that because it's just what it is. It's so possible. This has been Making It Work Radio. My name is Allegra Bandy. And I am Akisha Johnson. And we are Making It Work here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Thanks so much for listening. Our upcoming events are Allegra, me, is going to be teaching a Build a Podcast class coming up November 3rd. Uh, 2017. That's a Friday from 10 to 6 p.m. This will be at the Bay Area Video Coalition at 2727 Mariposa Street uh, on the second floor in San Francisco. I also have a performance, musical performance, coming up on October 19th over at the Blush Wine Bar in San Francisco with Michael Zisman and the Americano Social Club. I usually play with those guys about once a month so you can find me there regularly. Just check their schedule, um, the Blush Wine Bar, and also Americano Social Club uh, website. All right, thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. And uh, tune in next month uh, to Making It Work Radio. Talk to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>